everybody light up your cigarettes if you got them because this joint is going to be hot talking about a radio powerful transmission but no submission 4-4 down the freeway daddy-o top down Guys, it's 8:27 p.m. 11:23-2015. It is Opal City Radio. My name is Mike, and with me is Emily. Hey, guys. Hi. We are a podcast that's on the internet, and we talk about comics a lot. We do that, indeed. Do. So, um, I, I, uh, I used to be one of the Avengers. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> you um, were no such thing. Well, no, I mean, it's it's kind of, I'm kind of a, the best best kept secret, but okay. like a mysterious thing happened, and now I've turned my back on my superhero life, uh-huh. and I'm a private eye. Did you wear, like, the, the sexy little white costume, too, or? I did, yes, I did, yeah. With your beautiful people, pink hair? People, people weren't happy to see me when I arrived on the scene. <laughs> so uh, it's like <laughs> picturing you in the costume, and it's... it's... That, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's not not a good look. Um, thankfully, I didn't do that, but Jessica Jones did. She sure as shit did. And we are going to talk about Alias, which is the comic about Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. which some of you hopefully know is the basis for the Jessica Jones TV show that's on Netflix and that totally rules. Oh my god! Yeah, like okay, straight up. If y'all have not watched Jessica Jones yet, like, put this on pause. Yeah. Go spend the next 13 hours watching it. And then, and then come Word. back. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't even be mad. Just See, like, I, I do one episode at a time. No. Unlike Emily, who is no, I spent, a, a glutton I spent for these sorts of things. All day Saturday, binge-watching Jessica Jones. Yeah. Being emotionally traumatized by Jessica Jones. (laughs) Well, I mean, honestly, if you're going to have emotional trauma, why not do it with a good Netflix show? Uh, It's real good, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the comic. Yeah, I had never read. This is again, it's it's part of the the long run of me not reading comics for a long time, Mm -hmm. except for the occasional thing here or there, and uh, this one kind of slipped by me. Yeah, I so. honestly I had never read it either. I'm not actually wasn't really that familiar with Jessica Jones as a character. Yeah. Outside of like, oh, okay, yeah, she, you know, she's married to Luke Cage and they have a kid. Yeah. Uh, she pops up in Young Avengers. Yeah. Um, like in their first run, because Wiccan's like a huge fan of hers. Because <laughs> oh, he's a giant nerd, so of course he would know who she was. Yeah. But, like, aside that, like, I didn't really know what her deal was. And then I started seeing, um, you know, like, all the ads and the promos for the TV show. And I'm like, all right, this looks awesome as hell. 
And I was yeah. like, hey, Mike, we should do something actually kind of topical. And I went, <laughs> and no! you should read uh, the Alias comic book, even though it's like 15 years old. But yeah, it's it really is an older comic. I know. And that's weird to think. I'm like, no, she's a new kid. I mean, well, I guess like relatively speaking. Yeah. She's not like yeah. America has been around since the fucking 30s. Yeah, dinosaur. You know, hey, Methuselah. <laughs> Yay, glamour pants. But you know, I do think of her as like a new character. And then I'm like, no, like she, you know, she's she's been around. She's been around for 15 years. That's yeah. She's got a lot of a lot of history under her belt there. That's that is true. That is absolutely true. So let's let's introduce everybody to Jessica Jones' private. Oh eye. my god! Yes. Okay. So, Alias was created by Brian Michael Bendis. Mm-hmm. Who I personally really like. Yeah, he's always good. I think, yeah, I like him. I think he's a good writer. I know there are people out there who don't like him. Um, and I've never uh, really yeah. figured out why. Um, uh-huh. The stuff that I've read of his, I've liked so far everything that I've read that has his name attached to mm-hmm. it. Um, Even at its like air quotes here worst it's still good yeah i i don't i guess you know? i mean maybe different strokes for different folks yeah i would i would think that's i probably don't know for, like i said personally i'm a fan of his so he um he created jessica jones yeah and the thing with alias was this was uh marvel branching out into um, the, the mature reader imprint. Yeah. They did, uh, it was Marvel Max, yeah. which I don't know if anyone else remembers. I mean, it wasn't very long lived. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, what I remember is they had this, they had Rawhide Kid. Uh-huh. I think there was like a Punisher book. There totally was. I remember the Punisher Max series, actually. Yeah, so, I mean, the whole point of of it being is that it was for an older audience. I mean, obviously, it was for a mature audience. So you finally had swearing in the Marvel Universe. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Which is actually one of my favorite things about Jessica Jones is just her, like, cursing out people. Yeah, she's very Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So her 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 whole background, her deal, is that yes, she has superpowers. Uh, she yeah. has flight, mm-hmm. which she's not terribly great at. Yeah, that's that's very true. <laughs> um, she's super strength. Yep. Um, she's tougher than yeah, normal. Super tough. Mm-hmm. Eh. I mean, so it's like you know, just basic power set. It's it's Superman powers essentially. Yeah. So it, it, no laser beams. No, no laser beams. Unfortunately. Laser um, so she does what you would do in a Marvel universe, which is she puts on a costume. She calls herself a Jewel, yeah. and she does the superhero thing for about five minutes. Yes. And unfortunately, she runs into Kilgrave the Purple Man, mm-hmm. which I guess we'll get into in a minute. Yes, we will. Um, but he ruins that all for her. And post-Kilgrave, 
she is a private investigator working in New York City. Wants nothing to do with superheroes. Big Apple. Big Apple. And yeah, and much like in her TV show, she is dealing with the fallout of having been a superhero and Kilgrave. Now, as far as the setup of it goes, Mm -hmm. um, I like this a lot because you don't get it really almost anywhere where it's like post superhero. Yeah, I really, really like um I like the trope of viewing a a, a universe like in this case like a superhero universe yeah. through a different lens. Yes. And yes, I exactly. really like that it is. It's through the lens of almost every man. Because even though she yeah. has superpowers I mean, this is not a superhero story. Right, she, her exactly. She use of her really superpowers is yeah. its last resort. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she doesn't just flaunt superpowers. Yeah, no, she's she's so. not about that at all. So, I really like that that you see it through the eyes of someone who's kind of over. Yeah, superheroes and capes and supervillains and all of it, and just you know what? You, fuck you guys. Yeah, I just exactly. want to live my life. And I really, right. I love that trope. So I really liked seeing it in this. Yeah, it's cool. You know, I mean, I liked, uh, I liked everything about it. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, that was super, super neat. Yeah. Definitely super neat. Um, so as far as, well, let's see. I mean, I've got notes for the story arcs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got some very hilarious call outs from each one. Oh my goodness. Um, I don't have many callouts, but they're funny callouts. They um, are. They are. Um, yeah, because I guess we could talk about her cases. It's like as she goes through her cases, yeah. we kind of find out more about her. Yeah. I mean, this was not a long-lived comic book series. No, it was only what like twenty-seven issues in the special one. Yeah, it was like twenty-some yeah. issues. So it's kind of very punchy. It is. You don't. Yeah. You know, there's not. Obviously, there are only 27 issues, so you don't have, like, your 500 issues. I'm like, what's the <laughs> Right. They don't have the time to be like, let's see what, what it's like when she's at home. You know, like. Yeah, it's... so. Yeah, I, I guess let, let's talk about her cases and then I guess yeah. we'll also wind up talking about Jessica. So in the first the, the first story arc, basically, uh, she is contracted by this really crazy looking woman to uh check up on her sister oh yeah this dropped off the planet and basically what happens is she goes to follow her sister like a pi (laughs) uh one thing that i like about this this comic is it is very much like you get like a believable private investigator angle yes and like she constantly references philip Mm marlowe And I had recently, maybe a couple of months back, read read the Big Sleep. Mm-hmm. So I was I was all I was very jazzed about that. Um, but so she uh, she follows this woman, and she gets out her camera, and she sees that she's uh, walking around with a man, and oh shit! It turns out that the dude has to leave early, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, what is he gonna? run to his other mistress it turns out it's fucking captain america and she has his secret identity 
on camera. On camera. Because, okay, this this is interesting to me, too, is yeah. reading this comic and realizing where the Marvel Universe was 15 years ago. Yeah, that, that was tricky for me. Because where it is now, everyone knows Steve Rogers is Captain America. Yeah. And it's easy to forget there was a point in time when he kept a secret identity. People did not know. Right. Like we run into this too with um with uh, Matt Murdock and Daredevil. Yes, exactly. Because I I had that thought. I was like, doesn't everybody know that he's Daredevil? And what it is is that I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. A tabloid paper pretty much outed him as Daredevil, but now he's suing everyone because he's like, yo, fuck you, I'm blind. I'm not Daredevil. Like, <laughs> I, but I'm blind. <laughs> you know, and she's like, yeah, okay, I mean, we all know you're Daredevil, but do do you, I guess, Matt. Yeah. So that's it. But yeah, the whole where she has, yes, <laughs> Steve Rogers. Indeed. And of course, you know, she has the tape and she's like, oh my God, Steve Rogers has, or Captain America mm-hmm. has all these goddamn shadowy, scary enemies. I'm dead. Yeah. Like, this tape is, like, I have to destroy it. And then she's like, well, but if I destroy it, (laughs) and, like, AIM shows up, and I like that she's like, and I don't even know who AIM is, or, like, what they are, and I don't have the tape, I don't have any collateral. So So she's like, no, I, I have to, like, I have to give this tape to someone. You know, but I have to keep it. Right, but then I have to give it to no. What do I do with the with the tape? Yeah, and I love that just because it shows like okay, this moral dilemma that she's in. Yeah, but I don't know. It shows like a depth of character because she is a very abrasive asshole character. Yes, she is. But that, she has no fucks left. Oh either. no, she she's one hundred percent out of them. Um, but that shows that just because she's an abrasive, confrontational character, that she's not a bad person right yeah um she does make the right choice which is she does does. eventually give it to steve rogers and he's like no no one else would have done this yeah oh that part was such a that that was that was such a nice moment Mm -hmm. you know she was like listen you know i'm not a superhero and he's like well i'll tell you what there's maybe only three people in this world that would have given that back to me yeah you know, and he's like, and you're one of them. You still are special. I was like, oh, oh Steve thinks <laughs> See, you're special. It's, yeah, that's so... it's Cap. If Cap thinks you're a good guy, everything's okay. <laughs> if he thinks you're an asshole, he beats you up and throws you in a dumpster with a bar of soap in your mouth. Well, d- don't be an asshole. Don't say somebody swears. Well, well, I'm I mean, sorry. unless you're Jessica Jones and do whatever the fuck you want. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, this particular case, even before the end of it gets all crazy because it turns out that uh, a a guy who's running for president mm-hmm. is basically trying to smear another candidate with, you know, this particular sort of... Oh, that's of right. It's a whole smear campaign about, like, oh, you know, this guy, he aligns himself with the superheroes, and what are they? Yeah. They're just a bunch of, like, freaks and robots and aliens. They're not good yeah. Americans. Exactly. And, and it like, turns oh out... God, this would 100% be... Yeah, this would be even, a thing. There would be even when she things. tracks it down to like the source, where it's like a Fortune 500 douchebag, yeah, who's doing all of it, and it's just like, oh my god! And then of course, you know, Shield comes in and arrests said douchebag. 
Um, <laughs> like you do. But, yeah, like, like they do. Um, you know, it was, it really did kind of hit close to home in the, in the climbs that we live in now. Yeah, because I was, I'm reading this and I'm like, no, this is what it would be if there were actually superheroes. I mean, you would obviously have the people who would be very much for them. And people who were very much Yeah, and it would be that whole, like, well, they're not American. Yes. Even though. (laughs) Vision is a robot. You know. He's not an American. Barring the actual literal aliens from outer space. Yes. <laughs> almost all of Marvel's superheroes are from, like, New York. That is true. That is true. So, I don't know. Is the Hulk, is the Hulk a Republican? Mike Sanders reports. <laughs> I, I don't want to know. Cop- <laughs> <laughs> no, the Hulk is a libertarian. That's, that's, oh. that's how we... Um, Hulk, please. (laughs) Uh, So my call-outs for for this particular story arc. Mm -hmm. Um, Huge hands, man. (laughs) So basically what happens is this woman ends up being murdered. That uh, that Jessica Jones kind of is trying to find. Oh, yeah. To lead her back. And she was strangled by very big hands. Mm Mm-hmm. And this dude comes after Jessica, and he's literally a guy with freakishly large hands. He's, that's, he's that's right. Hands. Okay. Yeah. And she beats the living shit out of him. Well, I mean, <laughs> she does. Oh, yeah, because this is also, I mean, the scene like that's straight out of actually the first scene in the TV series. Where yeah. she's with her client, giving yeah. him the pictures of his wife that he had hired her. And, you know, he gets all in her face, and she throws him through the window. Yeah, and those asshole cops show yeah, up. Yeah, the cops just are like, there. They were like, so why do you throw them through a window? And she was like, listen, I wasn't aiming. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. And they're like, well, maybe you killed this girl. And she's like, are you? Yes, I fucking killed the like girl that this... I was paid to follow? Like, what? Like, in this particular story arc, she really does run into, like, every type of male douchebag. And I'm glad that she came out on top. Yes. That was that was awesome. I like that. Yes, that is a recurring theme Yeah, in both the comic and the show. It, it is true. Um, and yes, she does come out on top, and it is refreshing to see that. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so, in the second arc, we get to... <laughs> she's hired to look into the disappearance of Rick Jones' professional sidekick. Oh my god, the Rick Jones one. Yes, and uh, basically he's she's hired by by his his wife, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, this dude's married. That seems a little weird." And basically through this sort of uh, through the investigation, we find out that it's not actually Rick Jones, but it's just the guy who's like a little bit crazy. Yep. <clears throat> And who claims that, you know, he is a sidekick. But in the story, we get a lot of the insight as to why she stopped being a superhero <laughs> in the first place. Yeah. You know, well, like when she she really does talk to him and, you know, she they a lot of truths come up in, the, in their little conversation. Yeah, I just dude who thought he was Rick Jones. Yeah, it's pretty like. Again, my call out for this one, I was like, LOL, Rick Jones as an indie acoustic guy, amazing. Well, because he, he was. He was a singer. Yeah. Yeah. And before, and like, before just the, the whole Captain Marvel uh, magic bracelet thing. 
Right, but it's like like kind of seeing him like recast as like a like a Suf Jan Stevens, like <laughs> you know, like I, that's that's amazing to me. I I just oh my god, and then he would catch, like he, he dedicates a song to the Hulk and its changes by David Bowie, and I'm like oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Telling the wife that, like, him and Jessica Jones are related. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, I don't think so. I mean, it's a really common name, Jones. Yeah. Like, I don't... It's, it's pretty rad. I, I, I like that one. It, it had a lot, of, uh, a lot of good moments. A lot of good dialogue. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Oh, my God. I'm glad you wrote yeah. down all these cases so that I, I don't remember. <laughs> Uh, let's see, we had story arc number three, where she's called to a small town in upstate New York yeah. to investigate the disappearance of a teenaged girl. This now, this one, one, I like this one. Yeah, it gets real, like, right from the beginning, where, you know, she's talking to the parents, and then, you know, the wife is recently divorced from the husband, mm-hmm. and the wife is just like, my husband wanted to have sex with my daughter. I know it. I could see it in his eyes. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, they're not fucking around. Yeah, we're getting we're getting real. They're using that Marvel Max power <laughs> right away. Yeah, and then she goes to talk to the husband. And, of course, he denies everything and just wants his little girl back. Um, what I like, again, is the maybe hitting a little, little close to home here, Mr. Bendis. <laughs> using your metaphors of mutants is um so there's a big rumor going around school that the girl was a mutant it's a filthy mutant you know and it's like okay well who i mean she told you well no like she heard it from this other guy yeah. who heard it from this girl who heard it from she's like okay you're fucking high school here yeah and she's told by a local news person to go to the church yeah. She's like, just, you know, go to church. And she's like, oh, oh. like, no. <laughs> but okay. And the pastor is rehearsing his ser- his sermon. Yeah. And of course, it's all like, you know, mutants are unnatural. They're not in the Bible. You know, this, this is a, you know, a man-made thing. You know, God has nothing to do with it. I'm like, oh, okay, let's. <laughs> you guys are hitting real close to home. Like. And let's replace any other sort of minority. Yeah. And, and she calls him out on this because, you know, Jessica Jones is not here. Uh, let me real quick, real quick. I have a call out here. Ooh, small town mutie equals freak pastor stuff gets the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I was like, oh, this argument's yeah, going to be good. Like, you know, I'm not going to say, no, wait, I'm going to say something because it's going to piss me off if I don't. Yeah. But she's pretty much like, yo, fuck you, pal. Like, who are you to say this? And he's like, oh, fuck the God and the Bibles. And she's like, yeah, this girl is missing. Like, yeah. what do you think is going to happen when you tell people all this? And he's like, well, what does it have to do with anything? She's like, he's a fucking mutant. Like, what do you think <laughs> people are going to do? Right. When you say this kind of shit. And again, the thing thing that made me the most upset Mm -hmm. in that particular confrontation is the end. He's like, well, it's your opinion to disagree with me. Yeah. 
you know, and it's like, you son of a bitch. That's not an opinion when you're inciting hate. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's, you are wrong. Yeah. And you may have had a direct hand in the harm of a teenage girl. Like, right, exactly. Now, luckily, I mean, she's not. She just ran away. Yes. You know, because she's like. It was good. I was, I was hoping, like, that she wasn't dead. I know. I was hoping, too. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, please don't have this end with her finding this poor girl's body. But no, luckily she had just she'd run away because she's like, you know, you know, fuck this town. Yeah, right, rightly so, honestly. Yeah, pretty much. And then Jessica's trying to bring her back. She's like, yeah, okay, you know what, whatever, fuck this town. <laughs> you could go, your aunt just killed your dad because yeah, people yeah. are cray. I, I liked how they did the father. Mm-hmm. Like, like, he was a jerk. And, and like, you know, the, the thing where he, he like kind of, he shows up at the bar, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And he, like, tries to, he, like, starts to get into her face a little bit, and the, the sheriff kind of talks him down, and he breaks down, and there's, like, that intensely humanizing moment where he's like, I'm, look, I'm sorry, I just, I, I miss my daughter. Yeah. You know, and I was like, man, like, they're hitting all the high points with the writing, and this is so good. Like I said, like, I, I like Brian Michael Bendis. I think he is a good writer. Yeah. And, like, when he's on point, he's super on point. Yeah, Absolutely. I, um, I'm also like that kind of asshole uh, sheriff. Yeah, yes. Who looks like Luke Wilson? Yeah, he does kind of look like Luke Wilson. <laughs> but I mean, come on! So he sleeps with Jessica. Yeah. And then he throws her in jail. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it was a weird situation because, like, she get got trashed. And, you know, like, they started to make out. She brought him, you know, they brought him back back to his place, I think. Yeah. And, you know, they start, they start, you know, uh, let's see. Let me, let me come up with an amusing one here. <laughs> they start doing the Grumpy Goblin. Oh, go. my God. My <laughs> uh, and, you know, basically, like, it gets a little too real for the sheriff, I guess. <laughs> you know, and then his reaction is, like, well... She can't sleep here. I'm just going to throw her in this jail cell. And I was like, oh my god, Sheriff, you douchehead. That's not that so how you handle right. any yeah. part of that situation. I'm like, not how you yeah. handle, let's see, women, women you are about to sleep with. Yeah. Uh, dude, just say no. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> you know, she would have backed off. I don't think you had to like throw her in a jail cell. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you knew that she was like drunk already. You know. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, she, it, she, it is what it is. It's like small lot. town morals versus city morals. I, you know, I guess. a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on in that mm-hmm. one. Um, let's see. Oh, she has a date with Ant Man. Oh my fucking lord! Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. In the comic, uh, her best friend is Carol Danvers. Yes. And this is Miss Marvel well before her Captain Marvel days when she's still wearing her black swimsuit. Yes, <laughs> her black swimsuit that she wears. Um, yeah, so Carol Danvers is her best friend. And Carol is the one that sets her up on a date. <laughs> with Scott Lang, which of course Jessica is like, she's fighting it because she's like, you know, who the fuck is this? What his name is Ant Man? Like, no, 
I, I'm not going to go on a date with Ant-Man. You know, and she's like, well, he's not like the 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 old one. It's like, wait, there's more. He's not even like the first Ant-Man. <laughs> like, what the, what the shit? But they finally go on their date. And I'm not going to lie, Scott's kind of a douche. He's a little bit of a dickhead. A um, little bit. Like, you know, because they sit down to the restaurant. It's nice. You know, the waitress comes to get their drink order. And he pretty much is like, oh, I don't I don't want you to drink tonight. Like, I thought we would just, like, get sodas. I mean, like, I, know, I, I know she's an alcoholic and she needs someone to step in. Yeah. But she does not need the dude she doesn't fucking know. Just step <laughs> well, in she, and make she does thank him for it later though. Because she, I thought, you know, they were they were they were hitting it off a little they, bit. They you know? did finally hit it off, and it is hilarious that the yeah. day got interrupted by like a Spider Man fight. <laughs> yeah, and basically they're both like, Well, I mean, I looks like they've got it and I left my costume at home and I'm Ant Man, so <laughs> You know, she's like, Yeah, I don't really do this anymore, so yeah. You know, but I mean, they do Let's hit jump. it off and they do have a couple more dates. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, how does it wait? Because it all goes sideways. Oh, with Kilgrave. Yeah, yeah. Once Purple Man shows up in the last, the like the last kind of story arc, that really, that does. the whole thing kind of goes sideways. Yeah, goes but completely. earlier, earlier in this, I think, and actually way back in the first story arc, she sleeps with Luke Cage. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she does. Yeah, Luke Cage. And he's like my favorite coming up. I have a good call out with him. <laughs> okay, so, let's get to your let's get to it then. So the fourth uh story is where she's kinda like she's bodyguarding for Matt Murdock a lot. Yeah. And she's sitting outside of, of his office with Cage and he's just kinda like So are you gonna keep kind of being a child about this? Because like they had hooked up mm-hmm. and then, you know, uh they kind of they went their separate ways and then she saw him or rather she went it was when she had the video and she was looking for help oh yeah 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 and she dropped by his apartment at three o'clock in the morning and he was with another woman and then of course she gets told by carol carol's like oh yeah he's a cape oh that's right yeah you know and so you know they're in the hallway and he's like so are we going to talk about this or are we going to keep being children about this and she's like well, I mean, look, I didn't know you were like a cape chaser. And he's like, okay, all right, look, <laughs> I'm a superhero. Mm-hmm. You were a superhero. I hang out with a lot of superheroes. Occasionally, I will hook up with a superhero. Yeah. Actually, it'll happen a lot because they're the same group of people that I'm kind of always around. Yeah, he's like, if I was a lawyer... I guess, you know, it's like, I'd be sleeping with a bunch of lawyers. Like, this is just how it works. Right. And, you know, she's like, you know, well, I mean, you know, you didn't want to help me. And he's like, look, you came to me for help at three o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I still kind of pointed you in the right direction. (laughs) I didn't have to do that. You know, and then he's like, what you need to know what happened between us. He was like, I'm an adult. You're an adult. That's two adults. Two consenting adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, you tell her, Cage. Oh, like, yo, Luke. I love you, Luke. 
Yeah, he, he tells it like it is. You yeah. know? We need to read Luke Cage comics at some point. <laughs> we do. I like Cage. I, I like him. I like him a lot. I mean, well, in the preparation for way down the road, they are having a Heroes for Hire thing. Yeah, well, yeah, they're gonna, Luke Cage is the next one to have his own series. Oh my god! I know. But yeah, that was a that was a good thing. It was kind of a you get a lot of uh, back and forth mm-hmm. with her and Cage, yeah. You know, and I, I like that they just weren't instantly just like, oh, we hooked up once, now we're married. You know, like it's this kind of drawn out. Yeah, it sort is. Of, it is a know. messy relationship. Yeah, but I like that. I think it, it does make it more more realistic. Yeah, it does. that stuff doesn't always happen very in a very neat linear right exactly it's not as cut and dry it's very like realistic yeah people get together they fall apart there's other people in between yeah you know i don't know i I like them a lot um together a lot yes then of course we have uh where she gets hired to find uh the mysterious spider girl that oh J. Jonah Jameson God, is... Uh, this whole thing. How... Yeah. This whole thing was so Crazy. messed up. Yeah, it was super messed up. I just... Okay, so you get J. Jonah Jameson, who at first hires her because he's like, I want you to figure out who Spider-Man is. <laughs> she's like, this asshole. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, all right. Well, she winds up just like trolling the fuck out of him. Yeah. By like mm-hmm. hanging out at orphanages and shelters and she's buying and, like, taking, yeah. like food and supplies and billing it to the paper. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, no, this is how you get in. You have to get in and then build their trust. And then somebody will, you know, they'll, they'll say something. And this yeah. is just how it works. And he's like, Rah! you know. <laughs> All those louts. Yeah. yeah. Being J. Jonah Jameson about it. So flash forward and she comes home and there's like a strange girl in her apartment. Dressed like Spider-Man. Dressed like <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. Who's like, they lied to me. You're not Jessica. And then like she throws herself out a window. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Yeah. So that happened. <laughs> that happened. I'm not. Okay. And you know, tracks down the girl you know and you have um we meet her her neighbor malcolm yes who not gonna lie he's a better character in the tv show yeah yeah Um, i don't like him as like a post 90s annoying teen yeah because this is what he is (laughs) he's he's a teenager and he's like oh you're so cool and she's like oh my god malcolm like literally just leave me the fuck alone yeah but she's like all right if you want to help me then like talk to all your shitty friends and let's find out who the hell this girl is. And, you know, one of his friends is like, oh, yeah, like my shitty ass drug dealing brother is sleeping with her. And she's like, oh, that's cool. That's <laughs> yeah. Terrific. Yeah. And of course, then she gets hauled in by J. Jonah Jameson, who's like, listen, I know what you're doing. And you had better like, you know, I know you're involved with the disappearance of this girl. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get if you don't get her to me i am going to crush you yeah she's like whoa i'm trying to find this girl and of course he doesn't want to hear any of it right of course well because she had she had burned him before yeah Yeah. so you know she finds this poor girl who is doped out of her mind um and what 
these fantastic examples of human beings are doing. Yes. Is there's something with like drugs and mutants and mutant growth hormone, yeah. bro. Mutant growth hormone. So, yeah, they literally like they're shooting Spider Girl mm-hmm. and then extracting the bullets and like smoking the tissue. Yeah. And it gives them mutant powers for a short amount of time. And, like, Jessica Jones gets crazy punched in the face. Yeah, she does. By this, like, junkie freak. Pretty much, yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God, okay. Yeah, she meets with Madam Web. Oh, my God, yeah, she does. Yep, and then, of course, uh, Jessica Drew shows up. Jessica Drew Jessica that, you know, uh, that Spider-Girl was looking for. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, she shocks the shit out of her and is like, you know, what'd you do with the girl? And she's and like, then... oh my god, I fucking called you. Like, check your voicemail. <laughs> yeah. And then so, like, you know, she finds out and, and they both kind of team up <laughs> to go rescue, uh, what is her name? Mad- Maddie. Maddie. Yeah, Maddie, I think it is. Maddie something. Yes. And <laughs> they end up, like, crashing the party because... <laughs> fucking speedball is working with the police yes. and he's like you know they bust in and they're just like what's going on here and then speedball's like whoa wait like don't get me excited i can't control my oh powers my God, his powers go absolutely crazy yeah exactly and in in the 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 fracas uh you know everybody is is you know uh subdued and they and they managed to get her out of there yeah, they return her back to dickhead <laughs> extraordinaire J. Jonah Jameson. Yes, and oh my god, Speedball. I was like, is that Speedball? I know, it took me a minute. I was like, wait, who the hell is this? And then I'm like, oh my Speed god. Speedball. Motherfucking Speedball. I, I just... That's my next Dragon Con costume, I, guys. I liked seeing Jessica Jones interact with some of the more <laughs> stupid parts of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, it's true. Um, like, yeah, with Speedball. Yeah, I like how she's just like, fucking stop it! Like, what are you doing? He's like, I can't control you it! You know, or like, when she's talking with, like, Madam Web, who's being, like, all, like, weird and crazy, and she's like, yeah. what the shit, lady? Or my personal favorite, when Matt Murdock calls her in, and he's got fucking Kazar? Yes. <laughs> sitting there, and he's like, I'd like to have, you know... Retain your services because he's missing his fucking tiger. And <laughs> his saber tooth tiger, and she's like, "No, no, I'm not looking for your lost cat. I'm sorry." <laughs> you know, but she's, you know, have you heard of the Savage Lands? And she's like, "Uh, maybe." <laughs> and he's like, "That's what you know." He tells us like his whole stupid story, and she's like, yes. "Yeah, huh? Not fucking doing <laughs> it." Like. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, no, but you have to come back with me to the Savage Land. And she's like, no, fuck you. No, I'm not going back to the Savage Land. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, and then she, yeah, pretty much like, yo, fuck fuck you, Matt. Yeah, Matt's like, I don't understand. She's usually a lot more reasonable. (laughs) Like, don't don't lie to Kazar. No, she's not. Poor Kazar. He's missing his, his kitty cat. Yeah, but I guess this brings us up to... Her whole backstory? Yes, which I really liked. Oh my god, I loved her backstory so much. Yeah. And it was... Okay, again, having read the comic after I watched the TV show, Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It was a little weird to me that I'm like, wow, like literally the whole TV show, all 13 episodes are 100% it's Kilbert. Like yeah. that is the story arc that they do. So it's a, like a little weird. You go into the comic and you're like, oh, wow, he's only here for like two two issues. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he doesn't I, really I do a whole why lot. Too, you know, that they, no, yeah. that they, the, the comic really is, I mean, it is a, a private eye comic. So it is like her yeah. slice of life and her cases. Right. And it just so happens that, yes, Kilgrave does come back into her life uh, through, yeah. um, gosh, because he's been apprehended. They have like their special. Yeah. Uh, he's on the raft. The raft. I yeah. couldn't think of the name of it. Which yeah. is off of Rikers Island, and this is where they keep like the most dangerous of the most dangerous. And he's admitted to all these horrible crimes and to all these murders. But you have this group of people who are like, we know that he killed like our loved ones. He's yeah. not admitting to it. Yeah. So Jessica gets involved in that because they're like, you know, can you make him? Yeah. Admit well, to because it. of their connection, yeah. yeah, beforehand. So, so yeah, this is where we get into her whole, her whole messy backstory. Uh, and I love that they did this too. Like they retcon her in <laughs> to like OG Marvel stuff. Like she went to high school with Peter Parker. Yeah, you know, she had a giant crush on him. Yeah, but of course, like, he had no idea who she was. Right. Well, because he's Peter Parker. And because it's Peter Parker. I mean, obviously. Um, yeah. You know, she's with her family on a vacation. There's a car accident. Uh, of course, the standby of Marvel Universe chemicals. Right. Except for like nuclear material and her family gets burned up in the crash, except she's in a coma. Yeah. So she's in a coma. Um, she wakes up when Galactus comes. Yes. And you know, Galactus and Silver Surfer are like outside the window. <laughs> yeah, and she's just like, oh, what happened? You know, and they're like, oh, great. You know, so she gets adopted. And then, yeah, when she gets to be a little older, she realizes that she has superpowers. Yep. And these are actually some of my favorite moments, again, of like seeing <laughs> abrasive Jessica Jones, even yep. as a teenager. Interacting with people like Thor. Yes. <laughs> like when she realizes that she can fly. Mm-hmm. Which is actually kind of more of like leaping. Yeah, she does like weird like gravity not affecting me leaps. Yeah, so yeah. she's she's doing this and she's like trying to figure it out. And of course, you know, she winds up in the middle of the, I don't even know where she is. In the water. The bay, probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gross New York water, I don't know. And so with Hey, hey, I've seen that gross New York water, pal. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, that's the only water I drink. <laughs> it explains a lot. <laughs> I mean, your mutant powers come from this, I see. It's, it's true. That's why they call me Ratman. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. Yes, but, uh, but yeah, Thor totally saves he her. He totally saves her. He's like, no, fear not, young maid of Midgard. <laughs> you know, so she does... And I love the set. He's so refreshingly authentic. Yes. She probably throws up all over her shoes. Yes. <laughs> because she almost drowned and then he swoops in. Yes. You know, and she's like, shit, fuck. He's just like, fine language. And then he just flies off. And I'm like, okay, Thor, I think me thinks you need to get a handle. Like, 
Well, you know, it's what can I say? He's Thor. Or when yeah. you know, she goes back to school after the accident. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you know, you'll be at your old school because she gets adopted by a family. Yeah. Um a guy who looks mysteriously like Uncle Ben. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> conspiracy. Yes. Um but yeah, you know, so she's sitting in the bleachers, and of course Flash Thompson is making a Flash Thompson and he's giving her a hard time. Mm-hmm. Because kids are dicks. Yeah, that's Keep it how to it children goes. who have experienced horrible tragedy. Yeah, yeah. You know, so she's sitting there and, you know, Peter Parker comes up and he's going to try to be like nice Peter Parker. Be like, you know, hey, I heard about what happened. Like, I get it because I, too, lost my family. Also, there was a horrific accident. Yeah. But, of course, she takes it as, you know, him pitying her. Right. But, like, yeah. she also goes off on Flash. She's like, oh, you know, fucking flashes and she's the fucking dickhead. It's like, I <laughs> wouldn't use those words, but... Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Peter, you sweet cinnamon baby. You never <laughs> it's her. funny. It's it's true. One of the things that I liked about this this episode, or this uh, issue, actually, or actually, did it go on for a couple issues? It was a couple No, it was really like the first half, actually, that was done in, like, old retro style. Yes. But yes. the language was very modern. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I like that. I like that contrast. I liked it, too, that they switched the art um, for her her jewel adventures. Yes. It was, it was Mark Bagley who worked with Bendis on Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he drew her as jewel. And then you had uh, Michael Gatos who did, like, the actual. Yeah, it was very, like, a very realistic art style. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. But yeah, oh, oh my gosh, with her first, her first superhero adventure, <laughs> those all in quotes, uh, yeah. with Scorpion who's robbing a laundromat. <laughs> yep, he is, because he's and Scorpion, like, and that's what he does. And he's like, put everything in the bag, and they're like, all I have are knives, like, I don't even have, yeah, I don't even have my wallet right now, like, I'm doing laundry. Like, <laughs> he's like, oh, put it in the bag, and she's just doing her, like, flying, leaping, I'm not very good at this. Yeah. She just, like, lands on top of him. <laughs> Some guy's like, are you a superhero? And she's like, yeah! Yes, I am! Yes, I am! And he's like, alright, like, no costume? And it's like, oh, costumes are overrated. <laughs> um, so yeah, I really like that. So then, of course, we get into what happened, basically. The backstory. Yeah. The... the really terrible part and yeah with with Kilgrave yeah, yeah. who mm-hmm. take a moment and massive kudos to uh the show's Jessica Jones the show's writers yeah yeah returning someone called the purple man yeah into like an actually horrifying dude yeah into an actual like terrifying villain yeah well i mean when you think about it like there's always, like, a very casual sort of light that they seem to always put on mental control heroes, but that shit is scary as fuck. It's horrifying. Like, I mean, I'll say that they do this real well in the comic, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you strip out the fact that he's purple. Yeah. And that it's pheromones and he's a supervillain. Mm-hmm. He's every controlling, manipulative, abusive boyfriend. Yeah, yeah it's true. Walked the earth. That's what yeah. he is. 
he is every entitled, frustrated. <laughs> I, I don't know. He's every Doctor Who. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm you know, yeah, but he's every entitled, frustrated, I, outraged man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's true. Then turns all of that onto an innocent female bystander. Yeah. And in this case, it happens to be Jessica Jones, and his whole thing is, oh no, Daredevil and Spider-Man keep beating me up. Yeah. So this is what I'm going to do, is I'm going to mind control this poor woman mm-hmm. for eight months. Yeah. yeah. Make her my slave. Mm-hmm. Make her, like, my pet. Yeah. And I'll super gross shit that goes into that. Yeah, that is that is true. And then at the end of it, when he's just like so done and he throws his little tantrum and he sends her off to kill Daredevil. Yeah. Yes. And this is when she runs into the Avenger because, you know, she finally gets away from him. She finally has God, like the distance to start. Yeah, yeah distance helps with his pheromones. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, and that's also horrifying to me, too, because they keep saying, like, no, you know what he's making you do. Right. right. You just can't stop yourself. Yeah. yeah. Which, again, I mean, it's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like a it's they it, like they really do a real good. I, I really wouldn't say good good and equate that with the purple man but they really do build him up as a very credible as, a, as an threat. incredibly credible threat yeah you know. um and yeah so you know as she's fighting his control but she's still not 100 percent away from it because hey kids that's how abusive relationships work is that yes. even when you get away from it you're still not away from it true and she she attacks scarlet witch yeah. Because, you know, she's all in red, she kind of has the horns. And, of course, the Avengers do what the Avengers do, which is instead of yeah. asking... A, insane. Right, instead of taking a second and, and asking, saying, wait a minute... Who this girl is that, like, have, nobody has seen before. They have this crazy knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, where they just... Like they're gonna do. So they beat the ever-living shit out of her. Yeah. Well, Vision is very understandably angry. Yeah, you know, they put her in a hospital. Yeah. And then only later do they figure out that, oh no, she was under Purple Man's control. Oh, our bad. Do you want a job with S.H.I.E.L.D.? And she's like, yo, fuck you, no. Yeah, exactly. She's like, listen, I, no. No, (laughs) I'm done. And then that brings us full circle to, and this is why she does private investigations, and this is why she's completely done with with being a superhero and everything else. With the costume, with the cape. With with everything. I just... Yeah. Even though, yeah, like I said, even though Kilgrave was only in the comic for a little bit, Yeah. I mean, yeah, his... The impact he had... His influence, yeah. Mm. I... I don't, uh, I don't know. Like, I have a hard time, even still, like, like I said, even after watching the show, I have a hard yeah. time articulating. Oh, he's just such a, and again, like, I don't yeah. want to use the word yeah. good. Yeah. But he's, I don't know. As far as a bad guy goes, like an actual, like, 
a person who has no redeemable qualities. Yeah, yeah. That's what Purple Man is. Yes, 100%. You know? Yeah, it, he has literally no redeeming no. qualities. He is just bad. None of He's just very bad. Um, He's very, very bad. <laughs> and then You've been a bad Purple Man. <laughs> and then when you, you know, you start seeing, like, the, um, the emotional fallout. Oh, yeah. Of all of this. So, of course, it's like it 100 explain, 100% explains why Jessica is the way she is. Yeah. Why she's this abrasive. Why she's so standoffish. Yeah. Why she walked away from, you know, the superhero business. Why she doesn't necessarily even want to use her power. Yeah, you know, this is why she drinks. This is why she has trust issues. Yeah. You know, like, That's I liked... And they have a scene with her and Luke Cage, and she's telling him yeah. all of this. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, again, like, again, trying to explain to him what it was uh, right. to be under his control. And uh, I'm not going to articulate this well at all. So forgive me, friends. <laughs> But, okay, so when she's going through it and, you know, she's telling him, you know, okay, you know, this is what he did. And his first question is, did he rape you? Like, that's right. the worst thing that he could have done to her. And yeah. she's like, no. Why would you even say that? Like, there are worse things that can be done to a person. Yeah. Than that, like, having your control completely taken away. And she's like, no, what he would make me do is beg for it. And yeah. I'm like, that's. It's like, yeah, again, like, as well, like, yeah, no redeemable qualities yeah, to purple man at all, yeah. none at all, none at all. I don't know. Ugh. You feel gross. You it's do. Like, I'm like, I read this, and I'm like, purple. I just want to take a shower. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. But then I also want to read like 1970s comics to see like what they thought, like, mind control villains did? <laughs> well, I guarantee you it wouldn't be... He's he's gonna be... He'll be, like, the puppet master, or, you know, like, where he's just like, oh, I'll make the Avengers fight each other! You know, like, it's... They they don't really have... Okay, yeah, 100%. Yeah. It would be, I'll make this man steal from the bank! It's like, no... Right, exactly. It's like, they... You know, either... It's just, it takes... It takes a lot of writing will mm -hmm. to to create a character that's just that awful. Yeah. You know, and and really like when you consider what his powers are and what he is mm -hmm. as like I mean, the man's soul is like a shriveled little husk. Yeah, you know, no, he has no the, absolutely the pettiest, no you know, compass. Like, yeah. Because and I mean like it's did, all Yeah. He would not have all, taken Jessica Jones for eight months. Right, exactly. It's it's all surface with him. Yeah. There's nothing below that, mm -hmm. you know, and um, you know, to to create a villain like that is just you know, it, it's really groundbreaking, mm -hmm. you know, just because it's like this, like when you think of like Doctor Doom, you can reason with Doctor Doom, you know, he is like, uh, he's awful. He's a bad guy, yeah. but like he does have still... his own personal right, code, like a, a code, right? Exactly, and like. Purple Man is just, he's no. just irredeemable. Yeah, no, there's there's no reasoning with him at all. Right. And I mean, even in a cell, he's just like, 
that non-committal smile. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just like, it, like a sociopath. Yeah. You know. So. Because oh, yeah. then he does. He breaks out, okay. and you know, and he gets loose. Yeah. Which, of course, I mean, is awful. So yeah, as he's like walking through New York with Jessica. Yeah. And it's, you know, the whole, like, everyone turn to the person to your left and try to kill them. Yeah. Okay, well, that should be, you know, that should bring people in. I'm like, oh, my fucking Lord. Yeah, exactly. And thankfully, you know, when she was recovering from her ordeal. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they had their anime adventure, their magical anime adventure. That I completely forgot about. Because they handled this a (laughs) lot differently in the show. I'm not going to spoil it. But in the comic, yeah, please don't. Um, yeah, after <laughs> after the Avengers kick the shit out of her yeah. and put her into another fucking coma, thanks yeah. guys. Yeah, <laughs> thanks Tony Stark. You know, <laughs> thanks dudes. They bring in Jean Grey, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Back when she was still alive. Yeah, it's true. She was indeed. Still she alive. was alive at one point. They bring her in. Um, and she does. She goes into to Jessica's mind and she pretty much creates um, like a fail safe almost yeah. against this happening again. Um, and they do. They have like their little anime adventure. And, yeah. you know, and so when Kilgrave comes back, she sees Jean again as like a psychic projection, I guess. Yeah. And it's like. No, I like I I put a, a trigger in your head. Yeah, it's just you have to choose to use it. Like I can't force this. This is a choice that you have to make to not be controlled by him. Right. And so she's like, "Well, fuck no, I'm not going to be controlled by this asshole anymore." <laughs> she beats the living hell out of it, like like she should. Right. Right. True. You know. Um, well, yeah, I think I, her actions are reprehensible. Oh Lord. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've already seen I, kind of the ugly side already of Jessica Jones fandom. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a thing. You know it. And is. I'm already. You regretted going on those forums. I I regretted trying to find Luke Cage gifts on, <laughs> or like fun yeah Jessica Jones gifts on Tom. Well, see, nothing good comes from the internet except for Opal City Radio. And this is 100% true. <laughs> but yeah, like, all y'all who are, like, shipping Kilgrave and Jessica Jones? Yeah, you need to maybe think about that, like, a little deeper than you've been doing. Yeah. I, I know it's David Tennant. Oh my but god. But, like, please, like... Like, the Purple Man, don't, don't do it. Just don't no, do it. No, it's gross. It's super it's, gross. It's reprehensible. It is. And you you will become a purple man. It's, or or purple woman it's if you're... awful. Don't. Yeah, and then, yeah, the people that, like, romanticize and excuse what he does. and Well, they're going to because it's David And, and that is 100% what it is. And I'm like, no, the whole point of them... Okay, let's talk about the show just for a second. The whole point of them yeah. casting David Tennant, other than the fact that he's a good actor who was wasted on a children's sci-fi show... <laughs> oh, oh, oh shots fired! Shots fired! Yes. Is that he is an incredibly charming dude? Well, because yeah, that's how abusers work. Is <laughs> yes. if they were like knuckle dragging, like 
grunting ape men, then no, no one would ever do anything with them ever. Like, yeah, you would know a mile away what this man is. But if he's very well spoken and he's charming, then yeah, that's how they work. Yeah. They want you it's, on their it's, side. It's, yeah, exactly. They're victim. Oh my god. <laughs> Just stop doing it, guys. Seriously. Just stop. Just please. Stop. 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 So. So that was, yeah, that was, was an alias episode. Well, okay, there was one more issue. Oh, right. That they did. Which, which I yes, liked a I lot. I forgot about this one. To, to, end the, to end this episode on a, on a higher note. Yes. I guess. A less gross note. Yes. Um. So they did the what if Jessica Jones had joined S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. What if when the Avengers offered her that job, because they were like, you know, hey, why don't you come work for us? Like, you can, like, be a liaison between our teams. You know, she originally turns them down. They're like, well, what if Captain America steps in? Right. And he talks to her. Her's he's like, hey, yeah. like, you know, everyone knows my story. I'm a man out of time. And he's like, but this gave me a sense of purpose. And I think that that's what you need, too, in your life. Right. And so she does it. And she becomes, like, a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And, you know. Yeah, she becomes a S.H.I.E.L.D. operative. You yeah. know, and she's, like, in the field with them and doing all this. And then they show her she's in the mansion. And there's Scarlet Witch. And it's like, okay, what nobody knows is that every time she uses her powers to like warp reality. Yeah. She loses touch with what reality is. Right. Exactly. Which is then what leads to the whole, like, you know, house of M and killing. Everybody. Yeah. You know, no more mutants. Yeah, exactly. So what happens instead is Jessica Jones sees her like sitting in this like stately room by herself being kind of creepy. Yeah. And she takes it to captain America and she's like, I think something's wrong with Wanda. Right. She's the one who catches it. And so they send her off and she goes to like to study under like Doctor Strange. Yes. You know, to like better <laughs> learn about her powers and none of that bad shit happens. It's true. And she gets married. And then she marries Captain America. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, it's it's very like he's in like a dress uniform. Yeah, exactly. It's very it's... It's a lot neater than uh, her going to Scott Lang, being like, oh, BT dubs, I'm three months pregnant. It's not yours. Yeah, it's not yours, actually. You know, and he's yeah. like, oh, goodbye. Yeah. Scott, get out of here. I was like, Scott, come on, what are you doing? You know, and then she goes to talk to Luke Cage, and it's like, I'm pregnant, BT dubs, it's yours. Yeah. And he's like, well, like, okay. Yeah. I guess this is This is happen. what happens. And I mean, spoiler alert, they have a little girl and then they get married. Aww. And it's actually a happy really sweet, ending. happy ending. And I'm glad that Jessica gets that. Yeah, she, it's true. She deserved a happy ending. She, Yeah, she's had a rough... She's, she's had, had a super rough time. So I am glad that I know that that's what happens. Yeah. So good for you, Jessica. Indeed. Indeed. So, this was our alias episode. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Opal City Radio. You can get in touch with us at opalcityradio at gmail.com. Uh, you can go on our blog spot, which is uh, 
opalcityradio.blogspot. I thought you were going to forget what it was for a minute, and I was like, no, no, I never, never forgetting. <laughs> Michael, it's not a hard name. never forgets. Um, but as far as hosting goes, we are now on podcasts.com. Oh. I have to finagle with uh, with iTunes to get it to re-recognize that it's being hosted at another place. But you can use the website to go on and listen. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to sign up. It'll bring you right to the episode. You just hit play. You leave the window open. You go about your day. Nice. Um, as far as that goes, that is the only thing really that has changed. We're also on Facebook and Twitters. Mm-hmm. So thanks to the people who keep liking my posts and signing up and allegedly listen to the show. That's cool. Hooray! We love you Uh, all. Yes, indeed. We will be back with another episode next week. Mm -hmm. And so for now, uh, we will catch you later, guys. Bye, guys. This has been a production of Opal City Radio, now ending its broadcast day.